0: For as long as I can remember, I was born to be a wife. Twenty years ago, my mother Evra, one of the three queens, gave birth to me. And our world was given hope. Before the labour rags could be collected, the diviners of Mariah delivered a prophecy. I would usher in a new era for the realm. My destiny? To marry the most powerful mage in the land on my 21st birthday. And their union will feed the other sorcery in a holy loop of magic. Together, their power will usher in an age of harmony and prosperity for our war-torn world. After 500 years of struggle, plagues and conflicts with the evil warlock (laughs) for my people finally had a reason to believe their suffering would come to an end. For I was a born promise of peace. As news of the prophecy spread quickly throughout the realm, it was decided that my safety was everyone's highest priority. With a feeling of deep urgency, the three royal families gathered at Sif Castle to chart the next two decades of my life. My husband, of course, was to be Praxis Towels. another child of one of the three queens. Our fate had already been sealed for the simple reason that two of the three queens had never delivered living children in the same century. Praxis, only nine at the time, showed considerable magical ability. The diviner's words cemented what everyone already knew. Praxis and I were born for each other. The three royal families decided their only option was to approach the three wises and ask for their guidance. The Wises, ancient beings who never left the farthest northern territory, were spellcasters so revered that they were considered neutral in the dealings of the realm. They refused to intervene with wars or political struggles, but, for a very high price, could occasionally be enticed into the private affairs of the lesser magical folk that walked this land with them. On the seventh day of my existence, Lifsar Towns, the father of Praxis, took off in a carriage filled with gold bars to seek the counsel of the Three Wises. For 19 days and 19 nights, the realm anxiously waited, and then Lifsar returned with an empty wagon and a message from the north.
1: Well, well, the wises have agreed to protect Atla on the condition that the child be handed over to them immediately for safekeeping. There she will be raised by the wises in total isolation. Until her time to marry her 21st birthday.
0: Then, and only then, would I be allowed to see my home, my kin, my Praxis. I was told that my parents suffered from this news, that my mother crumpled on the steps of Sif Castle in despair. That my father drew his sword and threatened to destroy any man who dared try and take me from him. That the people of the 36 territories wept for me, for my family. But ultimately, a decision was made. My parents, outnumbered and doubtful of their own ability to keep me safe, surrendered. And so, the three wises met the three kings and laid out the rules of my life. I was to live in a green valley that existed on no map. Forgotten ancient spells were woven around me in a tapestry of oblivion, making it impossible to find us until my 21st birthday. On that day, the walls of magic protecting me would collapse, and I would be delivered directly to Praxis. The magic binding us would snap in place, and we would be by each other's side, ready to oversee an age of peace and prosperity. With the Wises, I lived a tranquil life. The four of us existed in (laughs) harmony. Wise Erie. Oh, I am wise. Wise Orna. Oh. Say it again. What? And wise Laura. Don't get me started on politics. Were loving and kind. They took on the physical forms of grandmothers. They were my world. My magic blossomed with the wises, and they taught me how to harness it for good. When I wasn't studying, I waded in the creek at the bottom of the valley. Or rode my horse, Starkrit, through soft meadows. Oh, sweet Starkrit. Or <laughs> fantasised of Praxis. Beautiful, brave Praxis. I studied every detail of the tower's castle and what would be expected of me as a wife. We celebrated all of Praxis's milestones. Happy <laughs> On his thirteenth birthday, the Wises threw a party for the very important rite of passage, the formation of his Pearl of Power. The Towers family possessed creation magic, and it was a tradition of their bloodline for young warlocks to prove their magical ability by conjuring a perfect pearl, a creation out of thin air, consisting entirely of their own magic. Every significant event, the wisest made sure I felt I understood, I shared with my love. I couldn't wait to finally be with him. I knew he would be kind, courteous, and above all, just. We would be happy. I was certain, in the deepest part of my soul, that he thought of me as much as I yearned for him. Sometimes... He appeared in my dreams. A young man, tall, slim, with jet black hair and brilliant blue eyes, would suddenly emerge from the other fantasies of my slumbering visions. I would be surrounded by the scent of incense and snow, and he'd reach out, slowly, offering me his hand with a soft smile on his lips. And as I went to hold him, I'd wake up alone, still smelling incense and snow. (coughs) One day, everything changed.
1: It is I, Grandler of the Shady Grove. I come as a friend, not as a foe. Atler, I have found you at last.
0: The wizard who stood before us was tall and thin, with a white beard to his waist and matching hair down his back. Skin like an old saddle housed two sparkling green eyes. The man stared at me in disbelief, and then he turned to the wisest. And laughed.
1: <laughs> this is your form now, old friends.
0: Oh, for our time with the child, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well I must say, it does suit you three well. Less menacing than your usual Well
0: because the old barn cap dragged in. Hello, Grandpa. And how did you sir find us? I was frozen in awe as I watched the stranger interact with the only beings I had ever known.
1: I've come because of Atla. Won't you invite me in? I'm tired and old, and my story is long. you know what? This one left half a footprint in the gale which was my first clue on the journey to find
0: you. I told you, wise Eerie, to be more careful with those big hooves of yours. Uh, Only a madman would follow such a sign.
1: Mad or desperate?
0: Anna, we feel the heaviness of your heart. What business could you have with the child?
1: I know she is a child to you, infinite wises, but to herself and to the world, she is a woman.
0: Something stirred deep in me at his words. What duty of our world could hold you for seven years, dear Grandlar?
1: A danger so powerful it threatens to destroy the realm. You
0: have always given Fobati too much credit.
1: (laughs) He is mortal. Still just a dusty old warlock.
0: Mm -hmm. Why must you meddle in the affairs of humans? Let them work out their own issues. These struggles are the purpose of their lives. Mm -hmm. That's correct.
1: Oh, no, dear Laura. I speak not of Fobati but of another new menace, so formidable it could jeopardize all life as we know it. I speak of Praxis.
0: My heart stopped and my veins turned to ice. My vision went black and my world collapsed around me. (laughs) My eyes fluttered open and there he was smiling down on me his hand brushed the hair from my forehead oh his smell of incense and snow wrapped around me praxis i i i had the worst dream his face twisted in rage And then I was back in the kitchen On on the ground The teacup that had been in my hand moments before Now sprinkled shards on the floor
1: I wish there was a better way to relay the news
0: What is it you intend to ask of us? You must have forgotten We answered to no man
1: Not even you I've not come here for you But for Atla
0: For Atla? But her magic is still so young What help could she be? Let's
1: hope you underestimate her She must leave this enchanted hollow and join the defiance in their fight against her betrothed.
0: No! I didn't realize I had yelled until I found my own hand wrapped around my throat. Surely this is not the most prudent move, Grandla. The girl should stay here! Where she is safe! This world was built to protect her.
1: And sadly, the same spells that were meant to keep her hidden were interwoven with those that chain her to Praxis. It is only a matter of time before he finds her. In fact, I'm surprised he hasn't yet. <laughs> the oh, Stop!
0: Stop! This is... this is madness! Tell me you don't believe this foolishness! Adler, my dear, endless words ring true. Oh, this is lunacy! I'm not going anywhere! We should have made provisions for such a possibility. Why are you even entertaining these lies? Oh, my sweet Atla, I am so sorry we failed you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that night, Grandma stayed with us and told the tale of how Praxis grew from a boy of great promise to a feared dark wizard. How, in my absence, my parents, heartbroken and weak, retreated into the Sif castle, where they became shells of the ruling class, only taking from the territory and refusing their courtly duties. While the tower family, ecstatic with the knowledge that their son was the chosen king, became more entitled and bold in exercising their authority. Grandla spoke of the third royal family, the Sigos and how their jealousy over not producing one of the two favoured children began to rot their hearts, and they turned against one another. Their hate trickling down and causing a deep unrest amongst the people. Then real trouble came. A wheat shortage followed by a brutal winter left thousands ill. Cropless and sick, some began to lose hope. They turned to the Nine for help, but their words fell on deaf ears.
1: Insolence! Tell them to be patient. In a few more years, the prophecy will be fulfilled and peace will come.
0: The young men and women of the territories began to question the old system of law. Why should we be governed by the Nine? Why should they be ruled by the Three? Who decided this order? Destroy the Three! Abolish the Nine! Destroy the Three! Abolish the Nine! As my parents buried deeper in their sorrow, the people acted out. And as the people acted out, the Towers family grew violent. And as not to be upstaged by the Towers, the Seagoss grew ruthless. And then
1: Praxis, now 17, left for the mountains to find the shady grove and ask for my guidance. But alas, he never made it to my door. <laughs> He was gone for three years, and in his wake, the country grew more turbulent, more unstable. Then, suddenly, he returned. But he was not the praxis the country had known. He was changed. (laughs) He rode in on a black horse, and he brought the shadows with him. He'd spent the past three years as an apprentice to the Dark Warlock for body, who trained Praxis in the murky secrets of his inky magic. And then, the real terror began. Territories were invaded, pillaged, and burned to the ground. The people of the country were given a single choice. Follow Praxis, or die. Like the young people of the 36 territories, Praxis also wanted to change the structure of rule in the realm. He too wished to rid the land of the 3-9 system, but not in favor of a more beneficial order. No. His desire was to rule completely and totally. (laughs) He murdered the Seagulls. (laughs) No! one as they slept in their castle.
0: My parents?
1: Fate is unknown. They were gone when Praxis entered the Sif castle and slaughtered those remaining there. <laughs> the towers stood beside their son, Where? talking over the duties of court while Praxis toured the territories, crushing anyone <gasps> who denied his claim as the one true king.
0: We forget how quickly the lives of mortals can come undone. So the world I've been meaning to save is destroyed?
1: There is hope, but just a sliver. A group of witches and wizards called the Defiance have been fighting back. And miraculously, just last month, a victory beyond belief. A young warlock named Walker dealt such a brutal blow to Praxis that he has not been seen since his power greatly reduced. We believe he even came close to dying. And so, we need you. I've come here to bring you to Walker and the other Defiants who are stationed in a stronghold in the Middle Territory.
0: But what could I possibly add?
1: Once you're out of the Hollow, the Binding Spells will grow stronger. But Before Praxis senses your presence in the realm, I will place cloaking charms on you. Then, at the exact moment we are ready to strike, we will remove the charms and-
0: Praxis will leave wherever he is hiding to find me. Ah! No, she is not a bait! He is weak. His power is low. We must strike now.
1: Atlas. I need you to lure Praxis to us so we can finally kill him! Grandma, that will put you
0: directly in danger! It is
1: all only
0: hope! Oh, we forbid On it! It is too risky! You must find another way! I'll do it.